This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. USAA Homeowners Insurance not only helps you cover your home, it also helps you cover your budget, lower your premium in a number of ways, like saving up to 10% when you bundle home and auto insurance, saving up to 15% if you've been claims-free for five years, regardless of your previous insurance provider, and scoring even more deals and discounts on things like home security, moving, and storage with the USAA Perks Program. Tap the banner or visit usaa.com homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Ah, welcome in. Tuesday episode of the show, Jason Moore, Mike Wright, Andy Holloway, back with you. Woo-wee! Yeah. Yeah. Doubleheader for Monday Night Football turned into pretty wild night, actually. And uh, we'll, I've got lots of thoughts on the games last night, starting with the fact that I I hate I hate to do this, Mike, and I I don't know if I'm alone here. Okay, what are we doing? But I doing? loved the simultaneous games. Ah, okay. And that's mostly because of YouTube TV. Yeah. And the fact that you could watch them both on the screen at the same time. Okay. Did and you, did bounce you do it between. That way? I I had one on the big screen and then one on the iPad. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, I I did what Andy said, where you watched the two simultaneous right. where you can uh, you know just push to the right or the left and change the audio it was awesome that was like really okay. cool it was like you were controlling your own you know i, w- I was hansen you know i was just changing, <laughs> right <laughs> you know uh i was the producer but the actual like what the watching of the football s- sucked <laughs> and not enough of you jason yeah, i know I know. And, no, it's fine. Can, I mean, people it, it, wanted to come it, into the show and listen to what happened. And- Andy and I are the example of the life of fantasy football because for the every game, exactly, you fit together. Every single game has two people watching, rooting for opposite things. Like, you know, if Saquon has a good game, that means someone is really happy. And that means someone is really not happy usually. Right. And so, Andy, this was getting into the playoffs. I don't think any possible thing in any one of your leagues could have fallen more perfectly for you you got bye weeks you got matchups you wanted you got into the playoffs i beat al after i said i lost to him yesterday in in shocking you suck al (laughs) and on the flip side you were you had a tough night i lost you lost two bye weeks two bye weeks uh i i was given I was given glimmers of hope. Oh yeah, you were. That the league of record. I was actually still going to make it, uh, just to be dashed, uh, <laughs> you know. And uh, and then our champ, champ, champ team lost the bye. Doesn't yeah, but that's by a point. But yeah, I mean destiny. Yeah, destiny. Congrats to everybody who's playoff bound. As last night concluded, um, we're a year round show. Just so you know, like our schedule, we've got uh, five days a week through the end of the regular season, and then we are. Uh, down to what is it? Two shows a week. Yep. Plus the footcast. So if you want an extra episode during that time of the year, go over to jointhefoot.com. Plus the Dynasty show keeps coming out, so you'll have content in the off season because some of you are crazy like we are. That's why we made the show to begin with. Is we literally launched this show like right after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in fifteen. Prime time for fantasy football because we don't want football to go away, and neither do you. No, and we have control of that because we have these microphones. Right. And so, it really, we, you could still get us five five times a week if you're listening to our two shows, the Footcast, 
the Dynasty podcast, and our Spitballers podcast. So there's, All right. we're still recording five a week in the offseason. Um, so, yeah, congrats if you're if you're going to the playoffs. If you've got a buy, rest up. Unfortunately, your players will probably still play. They will. And do not just stay healthy. Do not rest on your laurels, though. Don't just look at your bye week and be like, ah, I'm just going to I'm going to take the week up. Don't do that. That is great. Do advice. not do that. It's look at look at your matchups. Yeah. The the week out, you get to play. You know, everyone's going to be scrambling for what they need this week with this week's matchups. You can look at your opponents and say, okay, who do I think's going to win? Or right. if, if either one wins, what are they going to need that following week? And you can go get the defense that matches up that they would want to get then or the, the you know, the backup or running backs. Yes. Yeah, say their their insurance running back if they are riding dirty right now. Like you can look at your bracket. You you know which two teams you're going to play unless you're unless you do reseeding. Uh if you are facing the Justin Herbert manager, you should go out and block them for picking up a good quarterback. Yes. Or if you're facing the Josh Jacobs manager, you should block them. Or the Alexander Madison manager, you should block them. Or maybe things just worked out so well for you that you're facing the team that has those three <laughs> players, Andrew. Congrats. Mike and uh, the judge face one another in our Dynasty League this week. We certainly do. Yeah, uh, So mortal enemies, I'm sure. A lot of angry words to be exchanged this week. There will be much silence. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do what Jason's done in the past and buy him a preemptive congratulatory pizza? It did work. It did work. Don't. I mean, look, the way to kill Brooks, and I've learned this, is absolutely with kindness. Mm. You don't want to talk trash to Brooks. You just want to pamper him, treat him like the special. You Make him a cup of tea. Beautiful man he Make is. Make him a cup of tea. I mean, he That's has been looking more and more handsome every day. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, Thanks, I see Mike. what you're saying. I still love pizza. <laughs> okay, Brooks is willing He's to like, accept the pizza. If I got to get a loss, I might as well get a pizza out of this. <laughs> yeah, I did squeak into those playoffs. You did? Your team's looking okay. I think Diggs is going to bounce back. I also beat him last night, too. I beat most of our staff last night. Yeah. <laughs> last night was a good day. It's not a championship day, but it was a good day for fantasy. Monday Night Football, the Titans beat the Dolphins 28-27. How... Wait, wait, hold No, you, you that's wrong. Dol I know. The, Dol the Dolphins, I it was they were up by 14 points with three minutes. I went to the other game. You really did? Yes. And then your son said, <laughs> wait a minute, go well, back. I mean... Do you want to know why you went to the other game? Because it was over. Because the last 767 times mm -hmm. that teams were down 14 points in the last three minutes, it was over. The game was close. Then the Titans fumbled consecutive plays, and the Dolphins scored two Raheem Mostert touchdowns, and the game seemed over. I mean, this was going to be Will Levis coming back against that Dolphins pass rush, and then he did. Like, DeAndre Hopkins went full vintage last night, he torched Jalen Ramsey repeatedly, 7 for 124 and a touchdown. Tajay Spears, 6 for 89 through the air. Uh, Derrick Henry, two touchdowns on the ground. Will Levis, 327 yards. Levis and his had first, some big, big boy throws last night. Yeah, I was going to say, he started the game with an ugly pick six, but from that point on was uh, 23 for 37 for 327 and was very pumped up. The testosterone... <laughs> Banana Rama. Yeah. Someone said we need to give him credit today. Yeah. Yeah. He he helped win the game. It Absolutely. was it was he, awesome. He has he has traits and skills that you hope he can develop. He he's he's looked like what we kind of thought where he he doesn't see pressure well over the course of the season. Uh but he, he played very well last night. And honestly, if you told me the Titans win this game, they score twenty eight points, they you know, he throws for three hundred and twenty seven yards. The player I would be most excited to be like, okay, well, so what happened with Traylon Burks? Did he finally get healthy step up? Was he involved? This is a first-round draft pick. They basically traded A.J. Brown for an important dynasty asset. It, I mean, goodness gracious, three targets, one reception for a yard. You can't even the pluralize one, one, one. his yards. <laughs> no, not part of the offense. And, and by the way, this is what we're talking about with flashing as a quarterback. Right. Bryce? No flashy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, this is not the first time Will Levis has shown made big boy throws, as you said, Mike. Uh, on the other side, the Dolphins lost Tyreek Hill to injury. He came back and then he left again. And that was devastating to the. I mean, they couldn't move the football. You want to make the argument for MVP? Seriously. I mean, sure. Tyreek Hill's in the game. 
the Dolphins are crushing. Tyreek Hill goes out. They can't move the ball. They can't score. He come, He limps back in the game. Boom, bam, they're moving the ball. He goes out. They can't do any – I mean, Tyreek Hill is the engine here. It's 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 not Moster or Achan or Tua or Waddle. It's Tyreek. When they get to the end zone, though, it is Mostert, and it was absurd watching like multiple drives of failure right next to the end zone – not giving Mostert the ball, and then then they get the two fumbles, and they oh, they go to Mostert, and they score easily. It was it was a it good was, sign for Mostert. It was, but it was maddening to see those couple drives where they didn't give him multiple opportunities. Twenty one carries for Mostert, seven for Achan, five catches for Achan. But um, you know, we'll see if look. It's going to be tough. Like you got to the playoffs, a lot of you with the MVP season of Tyreek Hill. But I'm telling you right now. Next week, mm. the Dolphins play the New York Jets. Yeah. And Tyreek Hill is going to be dealing with an injury. He it's talked about bummer. it after the game. He said it was a lot of pain. Um been dealing with ankle injuries. I mean, I expect him to play. Now, do you think I did leave out the part where he texted his wife how much it was hurting. Yeah. And she said, Get great. your blank back <laughs> into the game. That's <laughs> that's quality stuff. But also, uh I I guess he was trying to pump up his team. I get it because he was. I mean, when he, it was a it looked like a horse collar or a version of a horse collar. Oh, tackle. it was a double horse collar plus it hip drop. It looked like oh crap! Like this is this is the end for Tyree Kill. I mean, he's down. His teammates are trying to get him up. He's try he can't get up. He's and then he finally gets to his feet. He's hobbling. And then he sprints off the field. Tyreek, what are you doing, baby? <laughs> what like do you think? Do you think part of the pain was that right after the injury you said, I'm going to run full speed? He doesn't have any other speed, Mike. <laughs> you know, you've, you've never seen Tyreek Hill walk. He can't. He it, can't walk. Just the, that, like, <laughs> two minutes of events of Tyreek Hill's out for the season. Okay, no, maybe he's just kind of, no, he's perfectly <laughs> healthy. Oh no, he's not going back in. The, it was, you didn't, it he, was so Trevor bizarre. Lawrence didn't have the decency to sprint off the yeah, field. Right. Uh, Tyreek Hill did his best. Job to pull a Jalen Waddle, which Jalen Waddle pulled as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, knocked out, then back. Yeah, uh -huh. got smooth. The line in the Miami Jets game moved from minus twelve to minus eight this morning. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is that a Tyreek? Uh, yeah, that's a, Tyre worry? a Tyreek reaction. The other, the other Monday night football game. Very surprising. The New York Giants. Oh man, what Tommy Cutlets? Tommy Cutlets. Why is with it, his? What did I miss? With oh, his really? Wicked, yeah, I missed the. Why did he become Tommy Cutlets? So he. This was like when he first was getting the job. He was interviewed and talking about how he lives in his mom's house. Yeah, I, I got that part. And the she reason the that he loves it, he does. She does laundry, and when he comes home, she's he, she's made chicken cutlets like. Every uh, day okay. he I comes that home, part of the story. and so she's made him cutlets. They're talking uh, controversy with Daniel Jones now? Well, yeah, because Tommy DeVito has looked good in his winning football games. What's crazy about this, again, if you want to look fantasy-wise, it's very good for Saquon Barkley that this team can move the football unlike they – this was I, – I looked at this. Saquon scored twice last night. He fumbled inexplicably. Should have been, been once. Uh, because of the Tommy, yeah, Devito. We was had a, he in? Oh, it it looked very much to they me. They reviewed like, it though. No, they didn't challenge. Yeah, they, oh, I thought on the field they called it a touchdown. And they reviewed it. Am no, wrong? they they, ca they called him short. He okay. did not challenge. But this and is it was the like. I'm pretty sure your guy is, and I know Saquon scored on the next play, but we would have had a bye week. Oh, yeah. this is why you're. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You needed Saquon not to do. Yeah. Stuff. Them not throwing the challenge, rewarding. Yeah. Tommy Cutlets with his touchdown. Saquon Barkley had how many rushing touchdowns on the year before those two? Answer that question. I'm going to guess two. Mike? Oh, man. I'm setting you up. Yeah, you are. One. He had one, <laughs> one. one rushing touchdown. You just got to wait. You didn't guess answer. quick enough. Oh, I did. One touchdown seven weeks ago. He hadn't scored on the ground since then. The Giants are winning some games. And it's very good for Saquon to have those opportunities um, on the other side of the 50, which is something he didn't have for the first half of the year. Uh, on the other side, heavily involved was Jaden Reed out of the backfield, four for 38. Like an inexplicable amount. No, it makes sense. That's the Curtis Samuel approach to 
an injury, which is you get the play, the Debo approach. Mm-hmm. Like we all know the truth. AJ Dillon is AJ Dillon. He begins and ends as AJ Dillon. He never becomes something else. So, uh, and his his night was okay. It three and a half hard fought slow yards. <laughs> it it was. I expected bigger things from Dylan. It was frustrating. I think he had like 50 plus yards from scrimmage at the half. So he was, I mean, he was on his way to a, a decent game. But, but Jaden Reed, 10 targets, eight for 27 somehow. But that was because a lot of that was out of the backfield. It was very much Curtis Samuel. End of rounds. It was. Touchdown. But, but he is not a big beef boy. No. Like Debo. He was, he no. looked very small on those screens. He's He's a gamer though. He's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, disappointing night from Romeo Dobbs, considering seven targets, just four for 32. And uh, Jordan Love, you know, <laughs> I feel like the whole earth wanted to, like, yeah. this is what we yeah. said. You can't make a conclusion either direction. Just because a good game doesn't mean he's the best player of all time, and a bad game does not mean he's the worst. Tommy D, getting it done. <laughs> Any other thoughts from that game? Uh, a little bit disappointing in Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. Uh, you know, you were hoping that he would have that breakout towards the second half of the year. He's looked great in flashes, but the 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 Giants receiving core is completely 100% unreliable. Uh, Wandale had a good game, but you could never guess who it's going to be every single week. Is it going to be Hodgins? Is it going to be Darius Slayton? Is it going to well, be Next Hyatt? week, it's going to be D- uh, Darren Waller's coming back next week. Yeah, so, you, you, I mean, not that anybody was already relying on a Giant, but I think there was hope that Hyatt would start to establish, you know, that, that rookie – um, late mm-hmm. season bump. This is a waiver show. We're going to get into all the names you need to be paying attention to. Jason made a good point. If you have a buy, you get a discount on some players that maybe they look like they have a bad matchup this week, but next week it's really soft, or those defenses especially, put them on your roster. That's part of your advantage. I promise you, you won't get eliminated this week, and uh, that's one of the gifts. So uh, let's talk news. News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. Well, I said it. Darren Waller expected to return to practice this week. Okay. Josh Palmer, 21-day active uh, window was activated. Full participant, but mm. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Man, I don't have I, any confidence in playing him. I was really excited to get Palmer back for the, for the combo because Herbert was – okay when, when he still at least had Palmer. This is and Palmer sec- was good when this he had the Herbert. the second time I spent fab on Joshua Palmer <laughs> to get what I my brain told me was about to be really good opportunities to have him be injured or now his quarterback's injured. Easton Stick will be the quarterback, which I find to be a delightful name. It's, it's insane. Uh, did you guys have uh, an Easton hockey stick as a, as yes, a I wee did. lad? Yes, I did. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Oh, oh, I'm, oh. Saying, I'm saying yes, they, the, those existed. Yeah. What Did he get named after a hockey stick? I mean, it does seem like that's – it seems likely. At the very least, there is a sponsorship opportunity of Bruin. <laughs> he should be the face of Easton Sticks. They should just put his face on the stick. It's like, I mean, it is, is him. This is him. So, uh, yeah, not a lot of excitement there. And I'm I'm nervous about Keenan Allen. I, Easton Sick was good in the second half of the game. I think, he, you know, he's, he's five years of sitting behind other quarterbacks. He's going to have to throw. Yeah. I mean, he, what do you have, 179 second half yards? <laughs> uh, Brooks really hoping his middle name is Hockey. <laughs> Come on. Easton <laughs> H. Stick. That's, uh, Brooks, you're a funny guy. Oh, man. You're, the funniest. Yeah, really hilarious today, Brooks. Good stuff. Getting pretty hungry, though. I'm oh, on it, Mike. He wants, I'm Mike, on it. Get him that pizza. <sighs> All right. Uh, what else do we have? We have Justin Jefferson day-to-day with the chest injury. Could play. Saturday game. Nerve-wracking. It, it is nerve-wracking. My, my understanding before the MRI was that what the – what they were going to find out was either something that would keep him out for weeks or would probably allow him to play this week. Given that it's positive and optimistic, I lean towards him playing, but you'll you'll have to pay attention. It's a Saturday game, so we'll have information sooner in the week than usual. Will we know who the quarterback is by then? I think we know now. You're, who? Just, you're just going Mullins? Yeah, I, I, I believe it'll be Mullins. I, I can't imagine that you could, that you could it, stick it, with Dobbs. It's not going to be Dobbs. Yeah, and, and and Mullins was the guy that I think 
originally before they had Dobbs on the roster, they were waiting for him to be able to come back off of IR as the Kirk Cousins. I, I, I would be surprised. I mean, obviously, this is not a guarantee. We don't know, but that is – it would be very surprising to me if it's not Mullins. Okay. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert expected to undergo surgery. The surgery will determine if he can return that year. I hope that is mid-surgery. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> we found yeah. this season-ending ligament. I broke it in another place. He's out. Yeah. Let him know he's out for the year. Like, uh, guys, we haven't even started the surgery yet. Yeah. No, I'm not coming back. Mike Tomlin ruled out Kenny Pickett already. Sean McDermott said Dalton Kincaid is day-to-day -day with a shoulder injury. C.J. Stroud, 2-2 Outwell, both in concussion protocol. It's worth noting with the concussion protocol. Lately, we've been saying, you know, when guys are in, they're going to miss a week because, like, the first, like, 10 weeks of the season, mm -hmm. or maybe it was, like, nine, no one had played without missing a week from concussion. I don't know if the NFL's like, hey, guys. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta speed this along. Gotta, now all of a sudden, we people are clearing in week one, so you got to pay close attention. Either one Olave, could possibly play. Cooper and Carr all came back after one week. Correct, and although man, that that C.J. Stroud smash on the ground that was that was, was a, a hard was looking a hit. So, and if Stroud's out, you got Davis Mills trying to supply Noah Brown with fantasy value. Noah thinks <laughs> oh, Hollywood Brown the heel. No, just let him have it, Mike. He had a tough week in fantasy. Yeah. Let him have it. Okay. We don't get no crickets this week. All right. His his great joke, Jay. <laughs> Thank you, man. The crickets are for all of his brackets. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, no. Cardinals wide receiver Hollywood Brown and Michael Wilson, both of them returning from the bye. Will we'll monitor they? their injuries. Yeah, Wilson was doing some practicing. And this was kind of interesting news. Ron Rivera said the team is planning on having Brian Robinson Jr. back. <laughs> Wait, why is that a boo? I believe my opponent in Dynasty has him on the bench. So, Oh, my opponent in, in League of Record has Antonio Gibson, so that makes oh. sense. Uh, of there's course. The, I mean, there's the <laughs> what? This is your year, yeah, Andy. What, what you, deal you did have you dealt make? with no injuries all year. It's the Papa Josh, the betrayer, man. Yeah, maybe. Goodness. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, but, you are the golden boy right now. I, I, I have only pain ahead of me. Yeah. That was today's news and notes presented by USAA Insurance. Learn more at USAA.com. Quick break. Back with the waiver wire. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, you leave those emotions to fester, and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever, but sometimes you bottle those things up too long, and they develop into real problems. Talking things out, working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy, whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life. There's a lot of benefit, and you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online. It's convenient and flexible. It's also easy to get started. You just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. When you're a homeowner in the military community, peace of mind is priority. And USAA Homeowners Insurance is the award-winning service to give you just that. If you have to file a claim, the process is transparent and easy. You can do it all right in the USAA app. And replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. Be sure to let me know if anything else bad happens to you, Jason, because yeah, I will be. It'll be great for like you. If, you. if you lose money on some sort of, I mean, in your regular life, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you lose money, if you have an accident, I will be. Somehow reaping the benefits. <laughs> See, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but um, it's it's fantasy football is is wild. You you dealt with a ton of major injuries 
in our league of record team that you fought to the very end with. I did. I thought I was going to scratch a claw my way in and uh, make some noise, but he did not scratch a claw <laughs> his way in. Put me in, coach. Waiver wire time, and uh, boy, there are some teams that are going to need it. At the running back position, that's where we'll get started. We don't have, as far as I know, and, and the, the deucers, Kyle, you guys can let me know any updates you have heard, but Josh Jacobs, that was one of the big running back stories from the weekend. Limped off the field. Big implications. If you had Josh Jacobs, you need a running back potentially. And there are running backs from that exact team that could step in. And there are other running backs on the wire. So who's who's at the top of your list? Yeah, I mean, it, there are, I think, three injuries here that are going to create the opportunities, right? that That's one of them with Josh Jacobs. The other is Alexander Madison, which we don't know yet whether his ankle is a high ankle sprain, if he's going to miss time or not. That would affect Ty Chandler. And then you have Isaiah Pacheco and whether mm -hmm. he's going to miss multiple weeks uh, with the McKinnon CEH. So really, to me, I mean, some of this is going to be availability on your waivers, right? Jarek McKinnon, probably not available. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, about the same. Both those guys available in about uh, half 50, your leagues. 50, yeah. um, Ty Chandler is much more widely available for the Minnesota Vikings. And then Zamir White is the most available, along with uh, Amir Abdullah for the Raiders. So I'm approaching it more of, let's look at the injuries and say which situation is most probable to keep these guys out. Well, let, let, let's start with the Jacobs injury because the Raiders play Thursday night football. So it seems like if anything significant of any sort happened to Josh Jacobs, now he's a pretty tough dude. He's come. We, we've been through this before, right? We thought he mm -hmm. wasn't playing. And then he goes out and well, that was when he had 200 the, yards, had the Seattle game. But let's, let's pretend for a second. He was a non-participant. That's what he was listed as for Monday. If he's out, do you really have interest in the white Abdullah combo? I don't have a lot. They would be my least if if all three of those starting running backs were gone, this would be my least favorite start because I'm not sure how talented Zamir White is. He's not usually the pass catcher. Amir Abdullah would I, I would imagine that these two guys would split. They would hundred percent. You know, Josh Jacobs is valuable because of workload. He gets eighty five percent of the snaps. Yeah. He gets, you know, a hundred percent of the touches and that team scored zero points last week. Right. So this isn't a super exciting situation. They play the Chargers this coming week. They're twenty first um in fantasy points given up to running backs. If you're in a pinch or if you're the Josh Jacobs manager, you might have to dig deep for Zamir White as one of the only regularly widely available running backs, but I I would not expect big things from I'm, Zamir White. I'm more optimistic. Not that I'm expecting a this Zamir White carries me this week, but I think that, you know, it looked – we saw Zamir White in the, the preseason, you know, when, when Jacobs was not around. And Zamir White was – looked like he was going to be a kind of a featured running back. Abdullah, I think he'll – I don't know that he gets a huge bump. I think that he'll stick more in like his, you know, 30% of, of snaps. Maybe he gets a little bit more. The matchup is not scary. And the matchup is even better because now you don't have Justin Herbert. I mean, you're playing against Easton Stick. This is a not that uh, it, again they didn't put up points against the Minnesota Vikings, but the Vikings defense over the last you know month or so has really turned it on. They've been a, a defense that's holding people down. So they they're favored. Game script should be in Zamir White's favor of just let's just run and run and run. So uh, I think that. He is he's better than a desperation play. I think he's like an average to below good type I, of play. My number one pickup would be Ty Chandler. I agree with that. My expectation as of now, without knowledge of the MRI, is that you're going to have three games missed here for Alexander Madison. That's just my early we've got to make a call based on what we've seen, what's been reported on a Tuesday. Obviously, pay attention even up till tomorrow before waivers run because there will be more, you know, the MRI results will start coming out. Adjust your waivers tomorrow. But as of this moment, uh, Ty Chandler, he's got a great matchup. He's got juice. I expect that he'll be a multi-week starter. He's available in still a lot of leagues. So Ty Chandler, he's my number one pickup of the week, I, he generically speaking. 
And and at this point in time, unload. And he gets the Bengals. Don't you don't you if you need someone, if you need to block someone, use your fab. There's no reason to hang what on. What percentage of my one dollar remaining fab should I be using? One hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. Strong words. Yeah. All of it. Jarek McKinnon, half of leagues currently rostered according to the numbers we've seen, probably got picked up last week. I mean, I think in the majority of competitive leagues, he's not there. So I think Chandler makes sense as the top one. Samir White, my only other question mark with him is that he had the endorsement of a former head coach on that roster. That's a fair point. Not the current head coach. Uh, it's amazing. Samir White has 20 carries in 14 games. That is just – it shows you how much of the workload Josh Jacobs has mm -hmm. and that there isn't an option really behind him so far. Other names, Chase Brown. You can buy into this if you want to. Chase Brown has been given more opportunities. He's very explosive. He had 80 receiving yards last week. He is a dart throw type of player that is not rostered many places, although uh, I, I remember looking after one of those plays this past week, and he is rostered in our league because somebody went out and snagged him. But, you know, Clyde and Zamir White, to me, those guys are in the exact same category of – I'm not holding my breath, but both should have a bunch of times where the quarterback takes the ball, turns around, and hands it to them. Do yep. they have the ability to do anything at that point? I don't know. You hope they fall down by the goal line. Yeah, Clyde had 15 opportunities. Uh, I believe that was more than McKinnon. Yeah, it was way more. Uh, yeah, so, but McKinnon gets the work. Once they get close to the end zone, that's how McKinnon scored. And he's a better football player. Uh, post, yeah, definitely. Sh sure. But the he, you need a Clyde AJ Dillon T-shirt where they're standing <laughs> by each other, just holding hands. Maybe just, doing maybe one of them that doing would be this, amazing. And the other, which that would be amazing. Is I I don't have an argument against it other than they gave Clyde Edwards more work. Like, so because you need somebody to just right. run into those defenders and weaken but, them. But now I mean, just talking about matchups, they're going to play against the Patriots. I'm not. That's not a matchup I love for my running no, back. No, but that's a matchup that I love for the Kansas City Chiefs to be winning the game by the yeah. second half and yeah. running out the clock. Yeah. So the, there's an argument here. No, that I, Cla I brought him up. Clyde I, is yeah, going to be know? the better running back over Jarek McKinnon in games where they're up. This is a game where they should clearly be up. They were down last week against yep. the Bills and had to throw. The passing down work will go more to Jarek McKinnon. So the other argument, I think Clyde though, actually had more targets, though. Uh, I mean, Clyde was way more involved, way more involved. Let's see. The other argument, though, and this is where yeah, I four to three targets. This is my true belief: is Jarek McKinnon was coming back from injury, right? Like this was his first week back to practice. Clyde had been there, and so I think that they worked Jarek back in with Clyde clearly ahead. If you listen to what Andy Reid talked about, like Clyde was their starter, he was going to be the one, but they have packages for other running backs, and and then. Lo and behold, the packages with Jarek McKinnon work, and the packages with Clyde Edwards-Alaire don't. I, I, I'm putting my chips on the Jarek McKinnon side simply because he is the better player. He's going to be the pass catcher, and he's used more in the red zone or in the goal line opportunities. What than, side than of the more. line of scrimmage does he line up on generally? He usually tries to be on the Kansas City side. Got it. 37 carries last week for Dallas. Dallas has a matchup this week against Buffalo. Rico Dowdle had 13 of those yeah. carries. He, he's almost not a stash anymore. He's getting close to that. He scored again. I mean, if you look at the last five weeks. Not he's, rostered. He's got, he scored 11.7 fantasy points this last week uh, in half PPR. Uh, two weeks before that, nine, which is not the worst if you're scrounging for waiver wire. Two weeks before that. He had the receiving touchdown 14. that week. Right, but he, yeah. my point is like he's he's not just like strictly uh, uh, an insurance back that you can't play. This is kind of more like Jalen Warren where he's the backup. He's not as involved, but he's got potential ways to score fantasy points. And then, should an injury happen to Pollard, right? He, he, Rico absolutely should be rostered in 100% of leagues. Right now, I see on uh, right now he's listed at 14% rostered. And uh, it's worth noting, like, if, if you get injury news on Madison – that he's out a minimum of three weeks or something like that, You, it's a roster spot. Right. You're yeah. saying there are certain players that are droppable yeah. if their injuries look like they're persisting through a few weeks. I mean, you know, Pacheco's not in that category because he didn't hit IR, but if he had, that's a roster spot. Like, those are hard to come by at this time of year. Wide receivers. Um, it's a little tough finding players that are 
like my number one by far is Zay Jones. Zay Jones is at the tippy top of my list. Uh, the targets were outrageous last week. It didn't lead to a bunch of production against Cleveland, but you had a very limited mobility situation for Trevor Lawrence. And he just, Trevor Lawrence just loves Zay Jones. Um, he's also the lowest rostered among the bigger names that we're talking about. So I would put a lot of stock into Zay Jones's opportunity the rest of the way. Tougher matchup against Baltimore, but you just saw Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua have a field day against them. I just want to I want to target the targets, my friend. Sure. And I think 10-plus rest of the way for Zay Jones, I'm, I'm kind of into that. It, it makes complete sense. I, I don't have a problem picking him up. I, personally, I mean, of the, of the mostly rostered players, Zay Jones is great. Odell Beckham would be my preferred option because of the matchup against Jacksonville. Uh, you know no, they play each other on Saturday. This this yeah Sunday. I would I would rather Saturday no they're Sunday night. I would rather right. throw against Jacksonville secondary than Baltimore. You are right. Obviously okay. Matthew Stafford did not have any problem throwing against Baltimore right. this past week. Um, but in that matchup I would rather have Beckham more than likely in your competitive leagues you might be out on both of those players. And yeah. and I want to throw out I know we've had discussion this last week Noah Brown back to back gooses. If C.J. Stroud is back, I think Noah Brown still has a big game. He is not a solo, dominant, awesome wide receiver one, but C.J. Stroud's going to throw for enough yards if he's active, and I just don't think many of the yards are going to go to Robert Woods, who is another guy you could pick up and play. Um, they're they're going to need Noah Brown, and Noah Brown's looked good in the past, was just coming off of injury, and then this last week in the rain against the Jets. I, you know, it's it's easily explainable at least but also mostly rostered. I believe you, and yet I can't look at the zero for seven over the last two games without getting a little nervous. But it makes sense. I mean, they should be able to throw the ball if C.J. Stroud is back. So he's a spot start for sure. Uh, lower rostered. Nobody has. Demarcus Robinson, he got 10 more targets this past week. He's the pickup. Tutu Atwell is mm -hmm. concussed. Demarcus Robinson has been utilized more and in high high leverage situations. I mean, they they literally drew up a game-winning touchdown pass to him on the final play of uh regulation. He was super involved. I mean, I Two know he only, with a touchdown. he only had three receptions, but 10 targets, a, a, a touchdown, high-value targets. Tutu was really involved, and Tutu is injured. I'm really confused. 86% like, of snaps for Robinson. The play where... Tutu got injured. I swore it was a, he like hyperextended his knee and was grabbing his knee, and now he's in concussion protocol. I'm like, that's where his he <laughs> his, his brain is his brain in his leg. He's a knee brain. Uh, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I Demarcus Robinson, Matthew Stafford's on fire. The matchup is perfect. Yeah, Demarcus Robinson is rostered in zero leagues. So if you have to make a spot start, uh, I think you could make an argument. Demarcus Robinson is as good as. Just about anyone out Here, there. Here's who I think has a game this week. Quentin Johnston. Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. With, with yes. the hockey stick? Yes. Because that's what – last week he had three big plays with the hockey stick. Oh, my gosh. The hockey stick. <laughs> it just, like, came out like a normal name. <laughs> that's how fast it works. He had three big plays with him, and we've talked about this narrative that comes true where, like, the backup and the lower string wide receivers – have opportunities. Now, I guess if Joshua Palmer's back out there, maybe you can kick that to the curb, but I just want to throw it out there. Quentin Johnson was three for 91 in in the last game, so it's possible Las Vegas not an intimidating matchup, but maybe Palmer just makes you say, no, thank you. Yeah, I would throw out one other name that will be available on all waivers that I think is actually, it's I, I don't believe it's a bad play this week. Um, it's a guy that Mike and I have been talking up. We like him. Dontavian Wicks. Um, he got kind of banged up. Oh, though. yeah, he, he left the game injured. So yeah, we, we have to pay attention. Pay to attention to, the, to, to whether or not he's uh, participating in practice. But he still had six targets. It didn't work out. But his targets are usually down the field, harder to, to come by. The matchup this week against High Tampa ankle. Bay. High ankle injury. For real? Yeah, it's, I, I would stop talking about mm. it. Just, <laughs> just cut that. Just, Parker Washington scored again. You interested in Parker Washington for Jacksonville? In... In the deepest of leagues. In the deepest of leagues. I mean, you, you have a you have a good sixty two percent of snaps. Yeah, you have a good quarterback and he's out there. Uh Robert Woods, spot start capable <sighs> for sure. Yeah. It's not gonna be great. Honestly, no, it won't be good. Brevin Almighty, Dalton Schultz situation. Yeah. Pay attention there for that roster. 
And, um, oh, one name, probably rostered, but also maybe not because of the bye week. Curtis? Curtis Samuel. Yes. I mean, Curtis Samuel is at the tippy top of the list for me. I'd much rather play him than Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, because stupid Sam Howell only loves Curtis Samuel. Yeah, Curtis Samuel has been, like, he, he's doing his best, um, like, Washington Michael Pittman impression lately. Uh, you know, targeted quite a bit. Top yeah. 36 a couple weeks in a row. Which I mean, I, I'll just point out. I'm probably bullish more than others. but uh, We have, you know, since week seven, you know, you have a bunch of Curtis Samuel action. Uh, so week seven through 13, he missed one game. That was the game they won. You're saying, uh, I'm just you're saying, saying some mean stuff I'm about saying, him? I'm, no, no, not against that. I'm, it's against Sam Howell. You're right. saying stop throwing to. Yeah. I'm saying throw to your good wide receivers. Throw to Terry McLaurin, you dummy. Speaking of drop Goodness candidates, Terry gracious. McLaurin's on the list. Uh, it's not your fault, Terry. You have roster spots that you need to use Gabe Davis, Jordan Addison, Terry McLaurin, the top three names coming up for drops. I'm very happy to drop Gabe Davis and Addison. McLaurin's the one that I would pause with. So, man, you're going to drop Gabe Davis? Yeah. It's the week. What, it's the week it's, where he scores 19 on your bench? No. Not he, on my bench. <laughs> it's science at this point, Andy. Let, we have controlled the experiment Let in me six weeks. Let me ask you, Mike. Is our champ, champ, champ a team of destiny? Yes. Do we have Gabe Davis there? We do. Oh, yeah, man. what are you doing with Gabe Davis? Oh, we're not going to play him. That's dumb. <laughs> um, you know he's going to blow up on your bench. Yeah, oh, we mean, know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's a Dallas matchup. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. 49 point over under? Dallas only Does Dallas watch more than last week's game film? That's the question. Because yesterday you said no, they're just watching one, so they don't. They're right. going to leave him Who? wide open. They're going to say he does. They don't even target this guy. Are you dropping those three players? I mean, Addison seems like it really depends on for who. For a lot of the people we talked about, no. I mean, if Odell Beckham is out there and I could start him over Gabe Davis, I, I would certainly do that. It's just a matter of I'd who's start available. Zay Jones, Zay over Jones as well. as well. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. What about Curtis Samuel and Demarcus Robinson? I don't think Curtis. So. I would Robinson. Robinson it, looks it, like a. I'm not. If, I'm not going to buy into just one week there, for Robinson. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have, you have two weeks, but he was the guy whose snaps skyrocketed with Tutu out. That's the if Tutu is out, I would be okay. willing to play Robinson over it's Washington, over Gabe, over Addison for sure. Okay. And a name okay. for super deep leagues. Uh, super deep. Super deep or DFS. Um, th this is. Uh, I don't know if you are aware, but Dontavian Wicks has a high ankle sprain, guys. <laughs> Malik Heath, I heard that, I heard that Malik Heath has has had some good flashes. He's not very, very involved. But if Christian Watson's gone and Wicks is gone and the matchup against Tampa Bay is so, so good. You're going to say everything you were going to say about Wicks. Because it applies. about a different guy now. Because it applies. So, I, I don't know. if if I'm going to be looking at Heath's draft kick price. That's for sure. It's 3K. 3K. He's it. To play Wicks. He'll be fine. <laughs> Tight end options. This is – it's super gross. Isaiah Likely is likely not on any yep, of your waiver wires. He's, he's the top one if he's, if he's still there. Beyond that, we saw five catchers from Gerald Everett. He's rostered in more than 50% of leagues, however. Uh, Brevin Almighty still is definitely in play. If you've got all these injuries, obviously. Yeah, Brevin Jordan, 23% rostered. I would hope that C.J. Stroud is the quarterback. But Davis Mills Davis Mills has at least distributed the ball. You know, you had some yes. Eagle Collins games last year. It's not the... I, I don't think capable you're going backup. exactly a capable backup. And then the name that that everyone wants to talk about, Davis Allen, rookie tight end for the Los Angeles Rams. This was a product of injuries in front of him. Tyler Higby missed the game. Then Hunter Long was knocked out of the game, but that turned into five targets, four for fifty with a touchdown for Davis Allen. It's kind of one of those so, names that works both like both directions. It's because well, it's two first names. Allen Davis. Yeah. Davis Allen. Davis Allen Davis. If if both of those guys are out for the Rams, he will be on the field and I mean, 71% of the snaps. Yeah, but McVay did come out and was very yeah, helpful when he said that uh, Higby may be able to return. The great news about Davis. Oh, sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. What, what the, the, the good news here is if you need Davis Allen, you could probably pick him up on Sunday morning or whenever it is the yeah, Rams play. Yeah, Tucker Craft had four for 64 last night too, so... I'm I'm interested there. I'm not interested in Juwan Johnson whatsoever. No, no. I, he had no no other 
threats in this last game, and he nothing happened. It's only yeah. sadness. Jimmy Graham was the the yeah. tight end on like oh my five snaps, who was more important than Jawan Johnson. Uh, Logan Thomas has done nothing. The matchup is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so he's someone that you could you if you're if you need to play someone of the list of everybody we talked about, Isaiah Likely is not going to be a, available. Um, I, I would probably go Logan Thomas next. You already know that they don't want to throw it to like Dotson or McLaurin, so Logan Thomas maybe on 70-plus percent of snaps. Mm -hmm. Defensive options this week, hopefully you picked up the Saints a few weeks ago because they had a great matchup, dominated against Carolina this past week. They have the Giants. Who plays Carolina this week? Uh, that would be the Falcons. I'll take them. Yeah, the Falcons uh, need a win, good defense. Carolina has Bryce Young. Um, I'm, we we talked about this weeks ago about how good the Vikings defense was and their stretch run looked like they've got a pretty good uh, schedule coming up. So maybe you've already got them on the roster. They're playing against Cincinnati. I know Jake Browning has been good, but Minnesota's defense really Brian Flores has turned that that team yes. around. They're they're a hard defense to score on and move the ball on right now. You also have uh, let's see here. Colts play the Pittsburgh offense with no Kenny Pickett. That's a sneaky one. Broncos, I don't know if I'm messing around with them in Detroit in the Dome, but they do play New England the following week. So if you pick them up and to the hold the Chargers them, the following week. Right, with maybe the hockey stick at quarterback. And then the Patriots play the Broncos in week 16, so the inverse of that game, both sides of that could be good. Week 17 matchups to target. Bills defense takes on the Patriots. Jacksonville takes on the Panthers. Yes, please. And then the Rams take on the Giants, and the Rams are fighting for their playoff lives, so a lot at stake there. Um, the yeah. the Rams are the Rams are a really good pickup because the Rams defense has looked okay. I mean, Baltimore it was a back and forth affair, but they've they've done okay, and they they play Washington, and then the Saints, and then the Giants. So the stretch run through the playoffs, if you need like one, if you're if you're not able to roster multiple defenses. They're, they're okay. Full stream ahead. Well, I, you guys got to the dock before me again. Jason, there, yes. there's one. There's Speak, one great stream. That if you have Herbert, hopefully this guy's on your wire and hopefully you still have some fat. Yeah, Matthew Stafford is the pickup and the play. He has he's officially on fire, right? Three weeks in a row. The quarterback seven, the quarterback eight, the quarterback five, and Washington is the matchup for opposing quarterbacks. Not only for this year, they are the highest yards per attempt, third highest for any team over the last decade at eight point one. The most passing touchdowns allowed. They are on pace for the second most passing touchdowns allowed ever. I went with Russell Wilson again. Uh, honestly. Detroit's defense is like folding right now. Mm -hmm. They're 31st in schedule adjusted against quarterbacks, 30th in points allowed. At this time of the year, I like having players on teams that are fighting for something meaningful. Denver's right in the thick of it. He's going to throw at least one touchdown to Cortland Sutton. And uh, the That's true. It's nice for Russ. That it's he, a guaranteed minimum. He starts his baseline is one touchdown. Baseline, one touchdown. I mean, it's usually that's what he gets. Acrobatic catch by Sutton, obviously. But I'll go with Russell Wilson as my stream if Stafford's not there. Yeah, and if Stafford is not there, I'm willing to consider Joe Flacco. Willing to consider. Yeah, that's that's the strongest endorsement that I can give. But he's played well. He's throwing a ton. He's been the quarterback 13 and the quarterback 10. He gets the Chicago Bears. Now, what I don't know about the Bears is the defense fixed, like sort of, because they have been shutting down quarterbacks, but – it's been two horrifically bad games from Jared Goff where maybe that was the Bears. Like maybe they figured something out against Jared Goff and then Bryce Young and Josh Dobbs. Those are the quarterbacks who have been shut down recently. So I don't know if it's the Bears or if it was the competition. I am scared of that game. I, I actually think that that game has the potential to be a super low-scoring, annoying game because I don't know if Chicago does a lot of work against the Cleveland defense. And if that's the case, Joe Flacco's not going to throw it 45 times. Um, you know, and that and that is worrisome for like Amari Cooper, David Njoku, and Flacco. I hope he does. I hope he gets that opportunity. I think he's still going to throw a bunch. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, so there you go. Jake Browning, 
uh, you could always roll the dice with his weapons and see if it works out. And, uh, you know, Desmond Ritter against Carolina. I'll throw it out there as a – Oh, man. He had 300-and-something yards last week. So that's not something I want to do. And uh, – I mean, the, the, the biggest visit to the blacksmith of the week would be if Drew Locke is starting because Geno Smith is out. Drew Locke, sp- speaking of betting on weapons, bet on those weapons against the Philadelphia Eagles who – just get torched by everybody, but it's Drew Locke. No, it's it, it's a good pickup, and he's widely available. Hey. Gino could oh, very man. well be the starter, though, so it's it's hard to know. Don't pay money for him. Yeah, well, uh, but add Gino to the list because he might have been dropped. Fair, fair. All right, that is going to do it for today's show. Tomorrow we'll be back with Hungry for More, the Thursday night preview, and some mailbag, and then on into the week we'll get into the starts, the matchups, the wheel of shame. Playoffs are here, hey! baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Too. Not everything hey. went your way. No. Yo, my yo-ho. life sucks. My, the, the best part of my lineup that brings me the joy is it was not the Mike Evans stack that saved me from the shame. It was my nasty boys who both <laughs> it, scored. It, uh, it was Drake London. Didn't you both have Drake London? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sons of guns. <laughs> we tried to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't listen. <laughs> and now I'm getting shamed. All right, thank you for joining us. Check out the community at jointhefoot.com. Take care. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.